Welcome to Emergo Radio, a place where a brain-first lifestyle matters, a place of impact and inspiration, a place where your hosts, Dave Kenny and Susan Kenny, coach you to rise above. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Emergo Radio. My name is Susan Kenny. Emergo Radio is a place where we explore how a brain-first approach to health, recovery, and well-being is a proven game changer. Because if you change your brain, you change your life. I'm excited to have you join me today. So now, let's rise above. It is my honor to welcome as my guest today, Dr. Michelle Paris. Dr. Paris is a naturopathic doctor who graduated from both the Canadian College of Naturopathic Medicine as well as the University of Calgary, where she received a Bachelor of Arts degree in kinesiology with a minor in contemporary dance. Dr. Paris is highly recognized as a community builder, vaunted speaker, and as a woman's empowerment advocate. Dr. Paris was also featured as an expert on Dr. Mark Hyman's groundbreaking documentary series called The Broken Brain. Dr. Paris is the clinical director of her own thriving and very popular private integrative medicine practice called the Poppy Clinic, which is in the city of Oakville, Ontario. She is the proud creator of Dr. Mom ND, an online resource for health-conscious moms and their babies. She is passionate about helping women of all ages and stages listen to their bodies and tune into their inner wisdom to ultimately create a life that feels good to live. Dr. Paris believes having deep connections is essential for optimal health and living your best and most vibrant life. When Dr. Michelle is not working through health concerns with her patients, you'll find her sipping bulletproof coffee, sharing her wisdom on her podcast called Rebel Talk, and hanging out with her family tribe. Dr. Michelle is also the creator of the wildly popular community health initiative called Rebel Tribe, which is going to be one of the topics that we focus on today. I am so excited to have you as my very first solo podcast today. Dr. Michelle is a friend, a mentor, and also part of my health tribe. Welcome. Oh, thank you so much. I just want to hang out with you forever. That was the nicest introduction (laughs) ever. (laughs) Well, thank you. Thank you. Hey, and and so we started talking about having a podcast and talking really and focusing on what I know is near and dear to your heart is community and building community. Yeah, it's something that's really taken over my life. I think when I got exposed to the literature and then was able to firsthand experience the transformations, I was like, this is just how I need to move the needle forward in healthcare. Yeah. And so I, I want to talk about Rebel Tribe. What would you like to know? Well, you you were speaking at one of the conferences that I was at, and I just loved how you explained how it has helped you connect more with your patients. It has created an opportunity for them to create the tribe. And you're noticing these really cool ripple effects in your practice and in these women. Yes. Yeah. So Rebel Tribe started off as this dream of, you know, listening to, you know, the the literature and one study was published saying that social isolation was the leading all cause mortality. So 
you know, being lonely and isolated was a bigger predictive factor of your health and mortality risk more than smoking, alcohol consumption, poor diet. So everything up until that point, I'd been so hyper-focused on all those other lifestyle factors. So I could no longer deny that I needed to spend some focused attention on this community piece. And so through that was, you know, birthed this vision of hosting a 10-month program out of our clinic in a community space, which would, would the intention was to have it as a closed group so that we really could cultivate this community piece that I think was missing in my practice. And through that, we were able to see, yeah, yeah. In fact, not only did we help these women feel deeply connected to health and their physiology and the hopes of like deep, more deeply connecting to their intuition, they were getting better health outcomes and they were leaning on each other and, you know, supporting each other through this health transformation, which can be incredibly difficult, challenging, and isolating. And, you know, when we're doing something new, the ego or the way our brain is programmed, we want to keep things the same. And so even though we can, you know, intellectualize that getting to this new place of health makes sense, your body's going to, your brain is going to want you to to keep everything the same because same equals safe. And so when we hang out in a community, you're able to stretch those thresholds and push through and go through the fire and come out the other side, a much more whole healthy individual. And you can't do that without people. You can't do that without community. And it's so true. It was interesting to me that there was a lot of you know, factors to health that we aren't talking about in a one-on-one practice. How how are your social connections? How are your relationships? How is your job? Do you like your job? Are you serving your mission? Do you feel alive and awake and lit up inside? And are you living through passion? And and most people have never been asked these questions, but when we do this in a group setting, you know, you give women permission to think about these concepts. And it really did help deepen my relationships with these individuals in a one-on-one practice because they started to get really real about other factors or obstacles secure, we like to call them. What are the things that are getting in the way of people achieving the health that they deserve to have? And so community was that impetus for me that really helped to cultivate true health transformation. And it's really what has made me feel like I'm actually making an impact and helping people in their healthcare. Powerful, powerful. <laughs> I'm, I'm, got tingles all over again. <laughs> so I want to I want to go back to something that you said cuz I think you you put it very well. We need to be in groups and we need to be with each other and and that way we can heal and we can talk and you can share information. This is different than somebody feeling ill and searching online and getting all kinds of different solutions and joining chat groups. Yeah, I think sometimes we overcomplicate things. <laughs> you yeah, know, if we truly. just hung out with each other, I, I mean, that's that, that's what's so cool about the human brain too is that I mean, we're wired for connection when we're not thinking. Our brain is default social patterning, and so if we knew if we knew how profoundly our brain thought socially, and that we just made time and truly it for the most part, needs to be in person. I mean, those help groups online can help connect you to like-minded people, which is great, but you do need to get out and meet them in person. Just that conversation can help you 
transform and give you permission to find a different way. We get stuck in our own thinking. And when you hear somebody's story, let's just say you met on a, on a chat and you have the same pathology, say you have an autoimmune disease and you listen to someone, you meet them in person and you hear how they've transformed their story. So similar to yours, but they've transformed that and turned it into their power. That instantaneously gives you permission to do the same. Yeah. You could have spent thousands on therapy or you could hang out with someone who's like-minded and shift your experience completely, which is what we've been able to see in our, in our groups is that this is absolutely transforming the experience and giving women permission to live a life in alignment with their core values and feel empowered through the process and, and give them a safe space to transform. Very cool. So I, one of the books that I was going to talk about, um, one of the first things that I read, it is called Social. And the caption mm-hmm. under it is why our brains are wired to connect. And it's uh, the author is Matthew Lieberman. And that's exactly what he talks about is we are hardwired to have this sense of community and to be with one another. And so for our program, for Murgo's needs, it's it's why one of the five elements is social. We We absolutely realized early on that the fact that we could have people together, healing together, sharing together and not just sharing and talking like sharing washing the dishes and sharing keeping a room clean and sharing each other's journey i d- i just came from a meeting this morning where one of the the guys is struggling and he's just about close to graduation and the other people are pitching in now and just providing him this support this love and that's what we're talking about Yeah. You know, I think what I've learned from conversations of talking to other people who are really interested about social connection, it's, you know, and medicine and this intersection of community is, you know, when we're tethered to humanity, when we feel connected to others, you know, you create this human experience that allows for you to be transformed. Now that I've seen what can be done in a community space versus a one-on-one visit, you know, you can't turn that off. It's so powerful. It's such an essential piece to health. And, you know, what we're talking about when we're, you know, advising and educating patients and working with them, we want to be helpful. We want to see them transform. And I really truly believe in my heart that it's not possible without a good a good sense of community and prioritizing community. I remember one of the things that you said when I was listening to you speaking is you used to make recommendations to patients about testing or supplementation. And all of a sudden, these women were telling each other in the group and saying, you've got to have this. You've, I was on this supplement and it made it totally easy. Yeah, because they were hearing it from a friend, and speak. Can you speak to that? Yeah, I think that's what's so cool about this is that you know a lot of people will come in to see a naturopathic doctor and integrative practitioner, and they want they want to believe in this transformation. They want to take this on. They want to do this for themselves. And a lot of patients will express to me, like, I just wish I could live in your clinic because here everything feels safe and I have permission to think this different way. But 
you plunk them back into their real life and they become the alien. They become the alien mm-hmm. that's into gluten-free, dairy-free products, or mm-hmm. you know, really want to believe that nutrition and lifestyle is the way they're going to heal themselves. But they might go back into their world where no one else has the same belief system. And not only that, they're challenged by your new belief system. So it might be triggering for them. They may be dogmatic or a bit um, irritated and may even put it down. And so you left this place of empowerment feeling like, I'm going to do this for myself. I'm going to go gluten-free because I really believe it's going to help my thyroid. And then you go back home into your community and no one's really there to facilitate or support that decision. And so you know, when you put all of these aliens together and they all are on this similar health journey and you hear you're not alone in this, that, that just is so, it's such an empowering tool because now you have a little bit more bravery to stand tall in your new place of health and authority another day, right? It just gives you, it fills your cup which allows you to keep going. And I think that's the missing piece is that really people do want to transform their lives. They do see, you know, the daunting health statistics and are concerned about that for themselves and for their family, but they don't know how to keep consistently going on because it's not that you went to that one visit and you bought the supplements. It's that you need to continually invest in yourself and this transformation to truly get out the other side where that just becomes who you are. That transformation is beautiful and it's it's easily facilitated. It doesn't mean it's any less scary, but it's beautifully facilitated when you have other people yeah. who are going through a similar situation. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well said. I remember uh, years and years ago, I read Sidney Poitier's book about his life. And for younger generation, he was an actor, a very, very popular actor. He was the first Black very popular actor. And so it was an, it was a really interesting autobiography. But he was talking about when he grew up, he came from a family that was deeply connected and everybody had purpose. He was the, the youngest, he was very small, but it was his job to go and get the water. And if he didn't do that, if he didn't make the journey to do that, then they didn't have fresh water, mom couldn't do laundry. There was a lot of people depending on him. And it struck me and it just reminded me of it when you were talking is, is this interdependence in a, in a world that has become very independent mm-hmm. and we do rely on each other and we seem families seem to be missing that right now. They're, the hierarchy doesn't seem to be there even in the family tribe. It's so beautifully said, you know, I, we need each other now more than ever. We were always designed to lean on the collective. It's how things historically were done. And now we have, yeah, societally we celebrate different values and it really has affected that. And I, something else you brought up that I just thought was so like beautifully put was this whole idea of having a purpose within the family function. And when, when even those like, subliminal subconscious programmings that are happening when you have a purpose and you contribute, well, then you realize that on a global level that you have a purpose and, and something to contribute. But if we're not connected to that from a very early age, we don't really question the deeper values of like, why are we here? Why are we doing all of this? So some of us just become so robotic and just keep going on without 
questioning, am I happy? Do I feel like I'm fulfilled? Am I contributing? And that's unfortunate because that really is what brings true fulfillment and joy. Yeah. And we, uh, Johan Hari has written a great book called Lost Connections. And it it's filled with amazing nuggets. And I think we can watch TED Talks of his too. And, and he believes that not being connected and not being with the tribe is really the cause of depression. He, yeah. he links it back and he he science report after report after report. So isolation and loneliness we're finding and the science is proving leads to depression. A lack of purpose contributes to that. So what do you recommend for creating and feeding a sense of purpose and meaning in life? Well, I think I, you know, I'm going to take it back to what I always take it back to hang out with people. If you've never thought about these things, if you've never been asked, what's your mission, what's your purpose, what lights you up, then I highly suggest hanging out with people who are having those conversations yeah. because it's just having those conversations that allows you to think a different way. I always think about in, in my family, we grew up in an entrepreneurial family. We were having very different conversations than other families were necessarily having. And now I've married someone who, you know, hangs out in that space and is kind of transformed into becoming much more entrepreneurial. Like when you're having different conversations, that is infectious. You will absolutely, you know, take that on. So if it's, if that, if that resonates, if you're hearing this and you're saying like, I've never had these conversations, I've never thought about being deeply connected to purpose or contributing, then start having these valuable conversations. If you don't even know who would be hosting such conversations, that's when you need the online space to find these like-minded people to make these connections with so that you can start having really high value conversations. Because if you're not asking the right questions, then you never get to have new answers and transform through that. And I think that's something that we really focus on in Rebel Tribe is like, what what conversations, what questions can we be asking that really help ignite a fire within these women to start doing things differently? Yeah. Um, have you ever heard of Emily Fletcher? She runs, yes. yeah, Ziva, yeah, Ziva's a tribe. And for those of you who don't know, that's the meditation that I practice. Um, fantastic. But what makes it so awesome is she has done a tremendous job of creating a Facebook group and sending out literature. And she she calls it her Ziva tribe. And so I used to feel alone and isolated and that, you know, I'm the only person that wasn't meditating the right way. And what I learned from joining the tribe is I'm meditating like everybody else does. I'm living and meditating. And, but there's a, there's so many resources that she's created there. And I see this happening more and more and more. Yeah. I think people are really catching on to how disconnected we became and how important it is for us to, you know, reclaim the things that are quite evolutionarily obvious. Right. But yeah. yeah. You know, I was coaching the whole group that we have with us right now. And I ask this question to every client who comes through Emergo Recovery's doors. When you started having challenges, whether that was depression, anxiety, addiction issues, um, you know, you name it, sleeplessness, whatever it was, whatever was, was not well in your physical or mental health, when you went to see your medical professional and you started talking, and we're talking allopathic medicine, 
because very few clients that walk through our doors have ever even heard of a naturopathic doctor. So I'd like to talk about that a little bit more too. But what they say, the question I've asked, uh, we've had well over a thousand people come through the door and graduate the program. Not one of them was asked, who are your friends? What's your relationships like? Do you have a sense of community? You know, do you eat dinner with your family? What it, What is it really? What does your life look like? And so when I became a client of yours, a patient of yours, I think our first meeting was over an hour. And you were asking me all of those questions about my health and well-being. So I'd like to talk about that, that many people don't know the difference between a naturopathic and an allopathic doctor. Can you can you help them understand that? Yeah, sure. So when people are in my office, I always say that we're trained just like general physicians. We just opt to use nutrition and natural interventions as opposed to pharmaceutical drugs. And what I think is our hugest asset and what I'm most grateful for is that we have the luxury of time with our patients. And that's just the way the fee structure is set up. Because I think all doctors go in to their profession to help the world. It's a lot of them are just constrained by their Agreed. the way their system works. And so, you know, our first visit was 90 minutes. And I <laughs> I will never shorten my initial assessment. Um, I have other colleagues that will do it in 60 minutes. I could never get to it. I could never complete what I think is important in even under an hour and a half. So, you know, we, we talk about everything and, you know, whether or not you think it's pertinent to your health, it's, if they, if you feel compelled to say it, we probably need to know it for some reason. And, and so we're about treating the whole person and understanding the root cause. We're never looking at a symptom and trying to suppress the expression of it. We're looking at why is the symptom expressing itself in the first place? We believe in the body's innate ability to heal itself. And that's why when we talk, I talk at length about obstacles to cure. What are the things getting in the way of allowing your body to perform the way it was beautifully to de- designed to do on its own? Mm-hmm. And that's why if we're not talking about social connection, if we're not talking about, you know, the emotional piece or the ego, we're missing it because it's usually those things that are impervious to our everyday life that are limiting factors to us having this, you know, state of optimal health. And that's completely linear and, um, and ongoing. There's never this state that you reach and you just stay in this, this optimal health. It's a journey. It's a continual journey and you will constantly be challenged. And that's why you really need to get clear on what it is and, and you, why you have to cultivate an integrative team, because it's so important to have the people you know, who have your back, who you have the time to talk about your health concerns with and unpack what's really going on. Amen, sister. (laughs) Yeah. So, and I, you know, I feel like as naturopathic doctors, I just feel so incredibly grateful to be one because we also had to learn all the pharmacology behind all the pharmaceutical drugs that um, allopathic doctors use, plus all the training on integrative, um, tools and interventions that we have. So we use botanical medicine and supplements and nutraceuticals. We can use bioidentical hormone replacement therapy, IV vitamin therapy, diet and lifestyle counseling, um, 
acupuncture, traditional Chinese medicine. So we have this huge toolbox, which I think is our strength and our weakness, because you can never truly define what a naturopathic doctor is. And one naturopath is going to be vastly different from another naturopath. But it also is what allows us to truly provide individualized care. Because, um, you know, two people may have, let's say, hives, but how they have the manifestation of hives for those two individuals is going to be uniquely different to them, to each of them. So you have to, you have to have time to talk about the story and what it is that was the onset of those hives developing and then deal with them from two very different mechanisms of action because how they got there is going to be unique to them. And that's, that's the thing I think is so beautiful, but that's what makes us so complex in, in terms of our understanding as well. I have a great story to share. We have a, a one of the young men that joined us the beginning of this year, he started in January for five plus years had had warts on his hand was really embarrassed by them, had tried everything, had been to many doctors, saw our naturopath, and within 10 days, they're gone, completely gone. And he's still looking at his hand going, I don't know how that happened. And it's exactly what you're saying, is that our naturopath was able to look at what the cause or, or what was driving it and created a personalized solution using a couple of different things that he had to mix together. He put it on just a few times a day and within a few days it's gone. Yeah. Life changing right. stuff. So that's the other point I wanted to make is that a lot of our clients think, oh, but it's going to take a long time, this natural way of healing. Just give me the pill. Let me, you know, and it, and in our experience, it doesn't take time. Yeah, the results can be a lot faster than intended, especially if you're willing to adopt a nutrition style that's in alignment with Mm -hmm. usually anti-inflammatory eating. It requires that you change. Right. And that's the hard part. Right. You know, I went to, um, I've started taking well coaches training out of the U.S., fabulous coach training. And they have a phrase there that I've used many times since my training People don't resist change. People resist being changed. They have to be the drivers of their own change and not just be told, here's what you're going to do. There has to be a buy-in. I have to see the big picture. And I I think that's what you and I are talking about. The connections with others create that trust and create that foundation for true change to happen, true lasting change. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's such an important piece to this healing journey is that you need to be personally invested. And that's why we're even trying to improve like our screening process for readiness because I think now, you know, people have more naturopathic benefits. So they're like, well, I'll just go see a naturopath. Let's, let's see that, but still want the similar situation. Like give me the pill, although it's natural, give me the pill that's going to transform my health. And it's like, no, that's not how this works. And when, and when you have full alignment and, and truly believe and make those shifts, yeah, the healing of the healing journey is so much faster than we realize. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. We have had an amazing talk. And I knew it would be. <laughs> I was really excited for oh. our podcast today. Um, is there anything else that you feel is unsaid? Is there anything else you want to add to to our show today? No, I uh, I agree. I really enjoyed that conversation. I think we nailed it. So yeah. 
a Mergle means rise above. And at the end of every show, I ask people, what are you going to do today to rise above? Well, the thing that instantly came into my mind when you uh, told me about this was, you know, continually cultivating what I would call my best self, like constantly working on up-leveling who I am to be the best version of myself to, you know, hold space for others to do the same. And so I am currently working with someone to unpack and understand my like childhood imprints and things that, you know, limiting beliefs and things that get in the way of transformation. And so, you know, I think if we're constantly focused on what we can do to show up as our best self, that's probably my best way of rising above. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah. Today, um, I'm I'm having a, a manicure this afternoon. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Which practicing self care for me is rising above. It makes me friendlier oh. to everybody around me, so they'll they'll all be happy to you. And I'm gonna hit a moto hot yoga class later this mm-hmm. afternoon. So it's a little self care afternoon for me. Enjoy. It sounds delicious. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being on the show. I really appreciate your time. And um, where can people find you? Oh, thank you. Yeah. So um, if you are interested in any of the clinic services or want to learn more about how we practice and more of a group health type setting, go to poppyclinic.com. I've now just launched my personal website, which is Michelle Paris. Dot com and I can be found on social media under Dr. Michelle Paris and we have a podcast called Rebel Talk so if you want to hear more conversations about you know women's empowerment health and you know that journey uh, to intuition and leaning into our own feminine power then you can check us out there thanks so much thank you in gratitude we thank you for joining us on Emergo Radio a place where you rise above with your hosts, Dave Kenny and Susan Kenny. Remember to subscribe on Apple podcasts or wherever you like to listen and learn. Want more? You can reach us at emergoradio.com. That's E-M-E-R-G-O radio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.